1: Hello oh, and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hampler from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcast where we not only review SmackDown but also now the show formerly <laughs> known as NXT dubai oh AW yeah. oh. Dynamite, AW Collision pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, round table discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hambert to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. Joined over Google Meets. How retro of us is this? Yeah yeah you know you think after
0: like all the practice we got in um during the pandemic and then every now and then when say for example one of us would need to be working from home or whatever you think we'd have gotten better at either synchronizing the oh or doing it in a way where it doesn't like peak the sound on this thing and it just cuts off automatically like now i've realized i just sort of end up doing this elongated Oh, and I wouldn't want that to be misconstrued as something else on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's,
1: this is rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's my fault. I'm. Uh, you, you told me about this. To be fair, you said it is sort of a tradition hmm. for impending dads to get ill days before the kid arrives is that a thing
0: yeah it is it well it's one of them things that's probably psychosomatic i don't know but i remember this happened to me with at least one of mine and i remember googling it or it was like another colleague work colleague at the time mentioned it basically your brain and your body does some sort of it comes together and be like you ever gonna get chance to be poorly again and shut down uh no never again right then well we're gonna do it now we're gonna treat ourselves like um like you know you went on um what did you call it is it like a baby moon or something where you get yeah. like one last holiday before it's a bit too dicey for Ana Louise to fly but it's just the two of you this is your illness baby moon like you get to be really poorly now um and keep your fingers crossed that like at some point in the next few hours it basically labor doesn't come on and you don't have to sit in the hospital full of cold and flu. because and i've got a prep you for this willborn if say this weekend you're not going to be very well and you're probably just going to be sat at home convalescing hoping you feel better if uh your better half goes in a hospital and she's in labor i'm sorry mate the doctors and nurses and midwives are not going to look after you they're just <laughs> going to tell you to take your paracetamol and get them well it. it's not on i think it's not on like a, a, a flu is also an ailment
1: but i just don't think they're going to pay you the attention that you crave yeah, I, I've never felt as pathetic as yesterday saying to Anna-Louise, like, you need to look after me, and she's 39 <laughs> weeks pregnant, save for probably in a week's time when Anna-Louise is doing all the stuff with the baby, and I'm like, I washed the parts," <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, wanting credit for it. Like,
0: the, See how uh, tired of that kitchen is?
1: See how alive this person is? <laughs> One nil, full time. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so uh, it's my fault that we're, we're doing it like this. It does feel very sort of uh, very, uh, very 2020. My cousin's just text saying he's got COVID now. Mm. Making a bit of a resurgence. It's going to be on top right, of the Pops yeah. or something again.
0: <laughs> Roman, Roman Reigns is still having long, boring pay per view matches with Jey Uso. Hey, we're, we're hey. Right, hey, hey. Yeah, what am I saying? Like the 2020 ones, the Farsi period to the thing at SummerSlam. <laughs> Put them two yeah. back in the Thunderdome. Oh god, yeah.
1: I wish they were back there. Actually, then Bailey. Yeah. Could have can we not? Someone.
0: Can we just not? I tell you what, I have noticed. Never mind people getting COVID. What? I remember when you couldn't say COVID on the podcast because you were worried about like if that was somehow going to be taken yeah. off the internet? Um, yeah, we were going to get demonetized on the news if we said COVID. The ongoing global bastard, wasn't it? That That's was what it. I yeah. On. Um Yeah. The I, I've noticed a trend in something, and I don't like it. I and I'm, I think I'm speaking on behalf of a sizable portion of our audience that might be parents or indeed just a sizable portion of our audience that don't feel this way but i am noticing creeping uh pandemic nostalgia and i gotta level with you i hate it i yeah. absolutely shoot hate it right we have a nice divide in the office where the power of mine and Sidwicks' pure hatred of all memories of the lockdown offsets the rest of years with your friggin netflix and you deliver ruse and your extra time going it was not so bad was, Like work was weird and it was difficult but like sometimes you could just really gun through that tv show just it was nice to have the pressure off for a bit and then me subject was like like that scene in father ted where he just goes shut up will you shut up just shut up like we all live different lockdowns but uh try asking parents working parents especially not the ones that were furloughed or the ones with one kid because sorry mate it still doesn't count um mm-hmm. like try asking people with more than one child who are both working full-time of uh, their fondest lockdown memories and th- the answer will probably fall sometime around like may 2021 <laughs> what are we talking about smackdown yeah oh, uh, gosh, I thought, like, collision i
1: thought like that was going to get us through the covid crack I was like yeah the bugger but no it's carrying cross before we get to him, uh, we have all the fallout from SummerSlam. Some good EO Sky is your new champion. I'm fascinated to see what they do with her and Bianca and Bailey and all that going forward. Um, but before we get to that, we should talk about what was it they're calling it now? It's 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 like the new Chris Jericho thing. Hail to the chief. Hail I think to it's the truth <laughs> it. Uh I suppose tonight we find out why Jimmy. Why? Well, you know why. You got gaslit by Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't yes, I am I'm I'll be watching this uh with some curiosity, I suppose, because for all that I didn't like the match, I had no huge problem with the finish. And no. Plenty of people did, didn't they? Like reading yeah, the astonished that reading the the match, comments. people didn't see this coming. Yeah, the match stunk. I didn't see that coming, but I certainly <laughs> saw the finish. Like we talked about it at length. This was, you know, it's not even one of the ones where you think you've spotted a really clever prediction months out from the event taking place. It felt, on the on the very night, and I think we said it so on the review of that show, yeah. on the very night that Jimmy was hospitalized, Jey Uso returned at the end and held up the belt. And straight away the motivation was put in place wasn't it like we we made references to how you could very easily visualize Paul Heyman making slide trips to Jimmy's hospital bed to try and get under his skin or be the be the use whisperer um but Roman Reigns looked as shocked as anybody when Jimmy made his presence felt on Saturday and I wonder how that'll play in Hail to the Chief very much feels like this is Roman Reigns assuming that he gets to walk out and have Jimmy come out and say yeah I'm back with you we're all good we're all good I'd like to think it's not going to be as simple as that. I would like WWE to um, shake up the Bloodlines foundations a little bit in order to get us through these next few months because it does feel like these they're going to be some hard yards ahead. Uh, we reported the other day, um, well, <laughs> we don't report anything. We talked about reports yeah. about um, Jimmy and Jay both wanting um, it to go to WrestleMania and them having at least one internal force backstage that was keen to fight for that. So, this could be slow go on the old uh, eso breakdown. I'd like Jimmy to tell Roman things aren't fine between us, but this is between me and my brother, yeah, and stay out of our business. And Roman, not take very kindly to that, but just think, uh, I, all right, you know what, I got away with this one. I yeah. uh, I'm standing back because I've decided, not because you've told me to,
1: yeah. I think, I think, like you say, I think it was divisive, the main event of SummerSlam, and I think some people said that they'd, you know, the bloodline stuff has maybe gone a little bit too far now, and I think arguably it could benefit now from well, Roman Reigns might be injured, I'd love to know your thoughts on and worries on that, because I saw someone saying, oh, maybe you should just vacate the title, and I was like, that's the last <laughs> thing you should do, you should drop the title to and Cross before he vacates it, in my opinion, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I think yeah, he should be like, look this isn't my battle to fight. It's between you and Jay. And I've beaten everyone. So I'm off to get my knob out on the island of relevancy, basically. And I think you should disappear for a bit until, let's say, Survivor Series. Because this is the traditional other lull for WWE. And, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be Cody at WrestleMania if, if all goes to plan. So, you know, Roman Reigns versus you know, Chad Gable, as great as that would be. No one's buying that Chad and take the title off him, for example. So, yeah, I think Roman should, should say, oh, thanks for acknowledging me, Jimmy. And he'll be like, no, I just, I hate my brother. Mm-hmm. You're just a, a, a sort of lucky bystander in all this. And I'd, we sort of spoke about this, like you say, on the news. I'd have them have a match at Payback, Jimmy and Jay, and I'd have, it seems really straightforward. As as far away as WrestleMania is, it does merit being on that WrestleMania card. So you're just going to have to... It's that terrible saying. You're just going to have to have Jimmy hospitalise his brother. Yeah, I think that's coming. I do think that's coming. Um, I think it makes more sense for
0: Jimmy to uh, do some real damage to Jay in a mirroring of what happened to him at the hands of Roman. Um, I think it makes sense to keep them separate. I also think... Jay, despite what happened at SummerSlam, it's it's very WWE familial babyface stuff for the for Jay to say, look, yes, you screwed me at SummerSlam, but it doesn't mean I want to fight you. Like, if they're going to lean on the best ever version of this, uh, Brett didn't want to fight Owen after the Survivor Series like, argument they had, and in fact was willing to put his entire singles career on hold to win the tag belts with Owen. And then Owen kicked Brett's leg out of his leg, and <laughs> then Brett was like, "All right, mate, I'll fight you." Like it took far more than just one, like significant but disagreement between them to get that to get Brett there. get yeah. bro- Brothers are brothers, and you would think Jey Uso will either not feature on. I'll be very surprised if Jey Uso comes out tonight, all guns blazing, like Steve Austin, and breaks up the segment. Like yeah. he, might, he might go for Roman, and he might go for Solo, but. I feel like if he even appears, it'll be the standoff between him and Jimmy. And maybe he'll like go to it's it's very bloodliney, this isn't it, go to super kick him, but then just not have it in him to do it. And then Jimmy will be like, right, I'm gonna get you again then and he super kicks him and he leaves and, and like that's there for another week. Jimmy did it again, he did it again. Um I i like it's gonna be drawn out. Payback, I'm starting to think is maybe optimistic for this singles match. Um Even if it's not WrestleMania, I could well see them trying to get it to Survivor Series or get it to one of the the bigger events later this year. There'll probably be another Saudi Arabia show that they might want to lean on bloodline-adjacent stuff for. Just on Roman, on Roman being injured, has there ever been a more convenient time for the world champion and company top draw to be
1: hurt? This is a a man who... With with Cody's tit injury, it was like, perfect, go away for six months or whatever it was. This is a man who like has defended
0: the title once since WrestleMania has only wrestled, I think five times since then. And maybe one of them was on a house show, uh, his schedule couldn't be any better for this situation, whatever the injury is, hopefully nothing too serious, but recover it, take the time away. I've said, we said before SummerSlam in speculating on the Jimmy turn, I actually think Roman should cast a invisible shadow over all of this. I think um, if Jimmy does send Jay to the hospital eventually, Jimmy going off on his own path and becoming a heel independent of the bloodline, while Roman, while while you're left in the mind's eye to think about Roman watching rather than him actually being there. I don't think it's the worst thing. You know what could set up quite nicely as well? If Jimmy sort of refuses to hail to the chief in the way that Roman wants, like I'm sure Roman wants some sort of full submission, get the bloodline back together, give in to me and jimmy doesn't give him that but he says no the past is the past what i did was for me what i did was about me and jay and then he just leaves and roman's kind of left to consider all of this and then roman is in the car or whatever or is about to get on the plane and then like he's like jimmy he's showing up coming on the plane you know like yeah the shrimp the shrimp and the lobster on the plane (laughs) awaits and he's like no 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 like i know who i am now you go do your thing. I'll do mine. And then right before Roman gets on the plane, he says to Jimmy, you know what, Jimmy, I acknowledge you. And then the plane flies oh. away. So Jimmy's left. You remember the Usos never got their acknowledgement. Jimmy's got it. And now everything he does over the next several months is done with the memory of the last thing happening between him and Roman being acknowledgement further vindicating his decision to stab his own brother in the back.
1: I love that. I really like that. I'll tell you what else I like. Eo Sky cashing in and becoming yes. champion at SummerSlam. That whole conclusion to the triple threat and the immediate cash in, I thought was was brilliant, perfect. And I'm really excited to see what they do next with this because you've not just got a new champion being like, right, who we're going to take on next? Asuka's got a claim to fighting for it. Obviously, Bianca Belair won the title fair and square, and then with the injury that she suffered, which I I really can't praise that enough because watching it on the night, I was like. Oh, no, (laughs) we're going to lose Bianca Belair for like six months. She might miss WrestleMania because I just 100% bought all that. The wild card of Charlotte Flair, obviously Bailey looking sideways at new champion, and let's not forget Shotzi and all this as well. I I think there's there's some real excitement in the SmackDown Women's Division where previously it was just um, (laughs) them constantly costing each other matches to set up a triple threat that was – the writing was on the wall for that about three months ago, it feels when you lay it out like the way you just
0: did it does sort of feel like across both brands we've got the chance of like the kind of the fresh big bang that both women's divisions really needed yeah like all of a sudden um you've got like a lot of the similar chess pieces but they're all being rearranged on the board um let's start booking let's start actually doing some booking like we're not just talking like about so, with Rhea, for example, we're not just talking about well, yes, Candice Array and and Indy will have swung for her, but they're also keeping Raka Rodriguez really hot for that big match, yeah. Like, just as an example, here on SmackDown now, um, EOS Sky winning the belt is not really the story. It's great, it's fantastic that EOS won the first like main roster world title, but if you recall. Seen as this SmackDown preview, apparently, is the pandemic nostalgia pod. Yeah. Like she was this, like one of the lone saving graces of pandemic NXT. Yeah, like Eosky Women's Champion, some like quality, quality matches that didn't suffer the lack of a crowd. And uh, seeing her with the world title, as nice as it was, didn't feel like brand spanking new because she held that title for so long. I've seen her as like a brand leader as a as a champion's champion and that didn't feel it didn't feel like for example when live morgan won the belt yeah you know i never thought we'd see these things together there is no belt elevating eo this is going to be about eo elevating the belt and elevating the division and the bailey thing is interesting they have spread very carefully because damage catalogers came across as the top baby faces at some yeah. like you like this is the thing about bailey being a heel she comes across so fundamentally nice Deep down and seen so beloved by this locker room that when a real thing happens that matters to these women, it's hard for them to hide it, isn't it? Like they flew in. Do you hear how late Dakota Kai got news? Like, brilliant! Like, there's such a romance to that story. Like, be there for your friend, for your stable, for the symmetry of it all. Like, it's so nice. And, uh, and as we were talking about in the SummerSlam review, let's not pretend. And you knew people would do it but let's not pretend that like a great year for damaged guitar or summer so slam to something that's good that's fortuitous yeah like there was a lot of trash and then it kind of started getting good around backlash like let's be honest that's when this sort of stuff really picked up yeah was around backlash time so you probably should get back to the bailey teasing but maybe not yet maybe now there's just too much goodwill around the three of them that you put that on pause for a bit let's have io and bianca become like the next program the Bianca, the injured wrestler that EO capitalized on. Charlotte Flair just losing clean to EO would put everybody in such a great mood about the division going forward. Um, EO and Asuka have worked together before, but never as opponents that I can remember. Not in a a significant way. Like, it feels like every woman's wrestled every woman in WWE 10 times over. But, like, they've never had, obviously, like, a top-line program, um, like, a sustained one yet. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
1: Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. also got a united states championship match tonight of course austin theory who's setting all signs all sorts of records with this incredibly mid uh, tile rain <laughs> versus santos escobar any chance no but I'm trying to take the
0: positive that there's probably more interesting storylines off the back of him losing than winning i would love santos escobar to win the united states title in a world where um, the united states title is kind of what the intercontinental title is finally becoming again like the idea that you put the belt on somebody and you desperately try and establish them as next in line happening with gunther they've actually done it 20 years of saying i'm going to restore the intercontinental title and a guy that never once says it does it it's been brilliant, right? And now he's going to, just like it used to be and just like it's supposed to be, he's going to lose that title and constantly be fantasy booked as a future world champion, making the step up. Yeah. This is not the case with the US title. So as much as I would love Santos to win with the belief that, well, he wins this belt and then who knows, once he loses that, the sky's the limit. Like Austin Theory is putting the mid in mid-card title and losing here just simply wouldn't, put over Escobar as the next big thing, it would only bring to an end something that people are glad to see the back of. I think there's far more interesting narrative permutations from Santos Escobar
1: losing. If Santos Escobar is unsuccessful, which I I agree with you, I think he probably will be, um, could the next challenger be someone we've already uh, seen post-SummerSlam, but not on this right show? He is a SmackDown superstar, although he is uh worthy of making any show a super show remember when they used to do that Just like our oh, bollocks uh everyone's on every yeah show, so super show now in it i'm talking <laughs> of course with everybody saying l hey yeah
0: it's not the same other this is it
1: i do i do like the idea of him i know he's set something up with the miz as well but why not he's the biggest star. one of the biggest stars in wwe right now why not set loads of stuff up why not, as Austin Theory is celebrating his sneaky title retention, have Slim Jim's rain down from the ceiling to announce that <laughs> LA Knight has decided he's coming after the US title, actually. He got screwed out of, you know, the uh, tournament and what have you. And, uh, yeah, he wants he wants that belt next. It feels the next logical step him.
0: Whatever net that they used to hold, the um, Street Profits, uh solo cups in to drop them for their entrance is now just full of slim jims every time yeah. walks out. Um I it's it, it as as great as the raw back and forth was and I thought that was tremendous. It was it was never mentioned that LA Knight's a smackdown guy. Yeah. It's just like he's here and this is the feud. So maybe the Miz may just comes to Smackdown and maybe they just abandon this. Um Jamie Noble still working for WWE is like an agent. He's still there isn't he? That's or a producer or I don't know, like I just, I wondered if, like, I had a, I th- I had a thought, basically, um, if uh, if LA, if the Miz was only Raw exclusive and LA Knight and the Miz had to conduct their business on Raw only, what could LA Knight do to keep himself busy? And he could basically just, you could see him backstage screaming in J.B. Noble's face as, like, he turns up a treadmill or ups the strength on an exercise bike because he wants to make him slim gym
1: oh nice
0: yeah um does that show you that like this call has drained me of all my enthusiasm for everything
1: <laughs> including ellie knight yeah let's talk uh about carrying cross versus aj styles to cheer you back up again. yeah that'll get me back on board it's happening again uh-huh. it felt definitive the last time although i suppose technically carrying cross was carrying an injury in that match and then he targeted AJ Styles and cost him the Slim Jim Battle Royal at SummerSlam and basically said it's not over. I mean, is there any rehabbing carrying across at this point for you? I don't don't know.
0: No is the short answer. But that's not much of a podcast, is it? Um, I remember I loved uh, Lawrence Taylor's um, T-shirt that he wore against Bam Bam Bigelow at WrestleMania 11. It had a great tagline. It said, first time, last time, only time. And i wish that had been the tagline for this story because <laughs> it describes how often i wanted to watch it and how often it's been effective at getting carrying crossover um at least if it had just lost once to aj styles there might have been a chance of like rehabbing him it's like you know what i came up short against a phenomenal one but somebody else is going to fall and pre. and he has to go lower to get higher you know it was like gta missions where you're on the map you'd want sorry no like in the car you just want to go like in a straight line because it's like a factory and you want to just drive through it but sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards and round the houses a little bit. That's what it feels like they are done with this carrying cross thing. He has lost and lost and lost and got injured and lost against babyface AJ Styles. And now he's screwed him in a battle royal. He might win this one. And are they going to try that like, well, yeah, I've got the last word. Let's show up, I win. And just, is, is that their mentality and attitude towards this, how this all ends? Like, carrying cross wins. And then he sort of says, like... Like no gives his backsies. Yeah. Like he just goes like he, he tigs him, and then he says, "No, I've got a guard on. You Can't get me. Can't get me." <laughs> put, put his hand on the post or something. That's it, and they never fight again. It's a bit cheap and lazy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it feels like a really obvious thing. If Scarlett's there at ringside, carrying Cross wins. But if Scarlett's there at ringside and Mia Yim's there for AJ Styles, guess what? She cancels. <laughs> uh, she cancels that out, and carrying Cross, of course, loses. The only thing that i think could make this interesting because they did this last week i was watching smackdown last week and i was like why have they put this match on it was like out of nowhere we're gonna have the oc i think versus the brawling brutes and i love this brawling brutes but i was like this is kind of something and nothing and then oh my god we get the badass street prop is coming in and kicking everyone's ass in suits Mm. more of that sort of thing please so this match just exists
0: for Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits to whoop ass.
1: Yeah, they're both losers. So Bobby Lashley comes and kicks their asses, and then the OC come down and try and get involved. And the Street Profits kick their asses. Sold. Yeah, perfect. And then, <laughs> and then we get to preview. And I know what
0: you're doing here. I get this. Um, you think I've not wise to your schemes? You're thinking this could be the last SmackDown you preview. So next week you won't have to talk about previewing AJ Styles versus Karen Cross Six. <laughs> no, I, I'm on to you desperate for this goddamn feud to be over. Yeah, I don't need to say any more of this. I like that. We, you know, because we haven't talked about the more else on the show and I uh, the OC was like, felt like, not only just felt like it was a good way to disrupt the match, but they were both two baby face stables, so it stands to reason that the new well, ostensibly heel group but the group that got one of the biggest pops of the night in Bobby yeah. Lashley, probably they might have to think about that. Um, but it stands to reason that the, the newest heel group would
1: target the two other big
0: baby face groups on SmackDown.
1: I love this idea of, of Bobby Lashley and the smart street profits or whatever they're going to be called now because they're in suits. I just people aren't going to like this, right? But I'm I'm uh, I'm going to
0: say it anyway. You know, if you wanted to try an instant rehab, people really liked the aesthetic of carrying uh, cross in a suit. And if, yes, if Bobby Lashley just. And I mean this in a very literal sense. Just tore up the tarot cards in front of his face and said, uh, "You saw the future, did you not?" Ever... So what? The cards didn't show you getting your ass kicked every single week, loser. <laughs> and they just do that like Triple H grade burial of the original gimmick, and then Karen Cross just wears a suit and kicks ass. Like, mighty could he be fourth man? I, like, I don't know.
1: I, I didn't want this. I'm just trying to say, like, is there more to this? group than just these three that feels like such a stable out of 2k doesn't it bobby lashley the street robbers and carrying cross but i i'd be i mean anything's an improvement on whatever bollocks he's doing right now to be perfectly honest um but yeah you could have bobby lashley say look carrion i've bought you your very own cross jacket
0: Also, we're going to hold one of those terrible normal drink backstage WWE parties. Can you uh, be on the ones and twos,
1: please, and DJ it? (laughs) Well, there we have it. Smackdown previewed. Done. Uh, Let us know your thoughts ahead of tonight's show on what culture wwe watch they can follow both of us you can follow michael Hamlet at michael hamphlet follow me at adam wilborn follow us all at what culture wwe uh, and make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts me and hamlet will attempt to be back later on today hmm. all being well to preview aew collision apologies once again for the poor quality and the rolling back of the years in the worst way possible but for now <laughs> This has been the uh, SmackDown Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamplett. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing.